I'm a covenant man Living in the riches of my Lord and King I'm a covenant man Committed to Him in everything I do believe He'll come again And I know one thing I'm gonna do till then Is learn to live in the blessing of Abraham Hello everybody and welcome to the Covenant Living Broadcast. I'm David Weeder. This is Lynn Weeder and you know, you know you are having a good time on the set when you're cutting up so much <laughs> that one of the production crew threatens to leave. <laughs> Anthony said to him, packing up, he's out. <laughs> oh man, the joy of the, I think there's some sign back here somewhere that says joy something about world. joy to the world. Well, joy to us, joy to everybody. Glory, Jesus has come. Glory to God. There is reason for joy. I know there's a, it's a, it's a, we're coming up on a challenging season to a, a lot of people, but that's just because of the devil. He's been able to get in and, and make things seem worse than they are and put pressure on people. But now Jesus has come joy to the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, we are going to have a word of prayer and then we are going to dive into some things that you are going to be thrilled with, particularly in this season with things coming up. <laughs> so let's have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you and praise you for this, another opportunity to share your word, your word of joy, your word of love, your word of prosperity, your word of abundance, glory to God. It is for us. You have provided it and you have given us everything necessary to walk in financial prosperity and abundance. And we are so very grateful. We thank you for thinking through Lynn and I's minds, speaking through our lips, the oracles and principles of God. And I'm asking you, Holy Spirit, bring it alive in the hearts and minds of the people. I ask that we speak accurately and that the people hear equally as accurately. And thank you, ministering spirits assigned to this ministry, I'm asking you right now, go forth to each and every individual in the sound of my voice and watch over them. Work things out to their benefit and to their favor. I'm asking it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, you know, you're just going to have to prepare for the next couple of weeks because this is my time of year. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man. Woo. Glory to God. Christmas is coming. <laughs> All right. Calm down. Okay. Here we go. So we have been talking for a very long time. Um, we, we've been talking individual broadcasts. You can get so much out of. We've talked about faith and confession, and saying, and, and believing, and holding fast, and all of those are principles in and of themselves that can be applied to every single area of a believer's life. But we've, we've at, at the Lord's instruction, we've woven through, well, the Holy Ghost has woven through all just, just yeah, a couple months of broadcasts, the thread of how all of these can be applied specifically for financial exemption from the world's economic chaos mm -hmm. and downturn. Um, you know, there, there are certain leaders, certain leadership uh, 
um, philosophies that have led and always lead to economic downturn, depression, recession, um, bad things, bad things, which has never, never been the will of God. And even when Satan has been able to infiltrate a country or a land or, or, or whatever with, with economic downturn, poverty, famine, things like that, because of poor leadership and poor structure, God has always provided a way out, a way of exclusivity for his people. That's what we've been looking at, the, the laws and the principles that govern and enable that exemption to take place specifically where finances are concerned. And, but let me tell you this right now. Look, 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 listen, 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 listen. This is not a season for you to go in debt. You hear me? There have been some tough times. <laughs> I mean, I remember one time when I was, when I was young, um, you know, a family-sized can of fruit cocktail was Christmas dinner for the four of us. Well, it was three and a little bit at the time. <laughs> but anyway, that's what we had. You know, we were growing, we were learning, we were, you know, but at that time, at that point in time, you know, uh, brother and sister Copeland, Kenneth Copeland and, and his wife Gloria, there was a time in their lives when they were first starting out, Chef Boy RD was Christmas dinner. But you can always do things to make it fun. You can, you can, you can have fun as a family. You can have fun as a, as a couple. You can have fun as an individual. Find ways to be joyful. If nothing else, Jesus came for you. Just for you. Yeah, he came for the world, but he came for you. You. If it had only been you, he'd have still died on that cross to provide your salvation. So th this is not a reason for pressure, for financial pressure. And, oh, I, I, I've got to get this for the kids. I've got to get this for the wife. I've got to get this. We've got to invite these people over. We've got to. No, you don't. No, you don't. There's a, there's a line uh, from a movie. And, and the, the person, the, the main, one of the main characters in the movie says, you know, when it really comes down to it, it's those lovely intangibles that really make life worth living. And it really is. It is but they're very tangible. They're, they're, they're intangible to people who are geared towards what they can feel and what they can see and what they can touch. But hope, joy, love, peace, they can't be felt with your hands, but they can be felt here. And they can be felt here. And those are the things. Those are the gifts that you can give yourself. Those are the gifts through the word. Through the word because of Jesus. Okay, that's your hope. That's your hope. Jesus is the hope of mankind. Those are the things you can press into. The, the, the tinsel and the gold and, and all that stuff, that'll come. We're teaching you how to do that. We're teaching you step by step how to enact the principles that will grow and bring you up financially to where the word says he gives us richly all things to enjoy. There'll, there'll be things, there'll be time for richly all things to enjoy will be manifested in your life. 
But if you're not there yet, there is now therefore no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Press into these other things. The Lord, ask the Lord to show you how. How can I make this time special for my family? How can it be special for me? How can I make it special for my wife? And he'll show you. There's all kinds of ways. But right now, I need to get back to business. <laughs> the assignment of this broadcast, which that was part of the assignment too. I just didn't know it before the camera came on. Um, we're going to talk about sowing and reaping, planting and harvesting. It's a law. It, it, is, it is a law. And the reason I know it's still in force is because I'm sitting right here on this earth talking to you about it. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you are about to find out. <laughs> First of all, I want to establish one thing from Genesis 1. All the way back at the beginning. You, you know, Genesis 1 is nigh on to the beginning. <laughs> in Genesis chapter 1 and... Uh, in verse 11 is really where I want to start. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed and the fruit tree yielding fruit. Now look at this after these, look at these next three words. After his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth and it was so. Now look, he's trying to make a point. Look at the next verse. And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind. Now, you look down, skip past the lights for now. <laughs> and, oh, I like this too. And God saw that it was good. All these things were good. Seed is good. Seed producing after its kind is good. And God said, let me see, in verse 20, verse 20, and God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that has life and the fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great whales and every living creature that moves, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind, and every winged fowl after his kind. And God said, and God saw that it was good, and God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let the fowls multiply in the earth. How are they going to do that? Through the seed that produces after its kind. God blessed the seed. It multiplies and fills up the oceans because it produces after its kind kind. He stressed it over and over and over. Verse 24, and God said, let the earth bring forth living creatures after his kind. Cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth after his kind. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind and the cattle after their 
kind and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind and the earth's and God saw that it was good. You know, it would really seem to me <laughs> that God was making a point of really driving it home that a seed produces after its kind. Okay, now let's go over to Genesis chapter 6. Genesis chapter 6. Now we're looking at the time frame. Uh, around and, and, and the uh, around the flood. And we're talking about the ark. And look down here at verse 18 of Genesis chapter 6. <clears throat> and this, he's, this is God talking to Noah. But with thee will I establish my covenant. And thou shalt come into the ark, thou and thy sons and thy wife and thy sons' wives with thee. Okay? So, now we know that we're talking about a covenant issue with Noah. Okay? Now, go on over to chapter 8. Two chapters over. Chapter 8, and we're going to look first at verse 17. And well, we'll back up to verse 15 so we can see what's being said. And God spoke unto Noah. So this is God speaking to Noah again. Go forth of the ark, thou and thy wife and thy sons and thy sons' wives with thee. Bring forth with thee every living thing that is with thee of all the flesh, both fowl, cattle, every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth, that they may breed abundantly in the earth and be fruitful and multiply upon the earth. How? Seed. We just found that out all through Genesis chapter 1. They produce after their own kind through seed. Okay, got that? Now look at verse 20. Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And God smelled a sweet savor. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more every living thing as I have done. Listen, 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 listen. While the earth remains seed time and harvest, and cold, and heat, and summer, and winter, and day, and night shall not cease. Now, seed time is planting, harvest is harvesting. You can also, however, say that seed, space, time, Space, harvest. Although in these last days we have the word saying that that time is sped up, there's still a time between when you plant and when you harvest. Okay, but the other thing is, this is just a, this is a little sidetrack here. Don't be all concerned about global warming, global warming, global cooling, whatever. Did you just read this? 
while the earth remains. Cold, heat, summer, winter, day, night, it's not going to cease. There's going to be massive global warming, but uh, that's going to be the cessation of earth. <laughs> but I'm still sitting here on this earth right now talking to you, and so you don't have to worry about it because cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night are still in effect. And something else that is in effect is seed time and harvest. You got it? It will always be that way. It is a law as long as the earth exists. There will be sowing and there will be reaping. Now, we discussed tithing's role in protecting that harvest, protecting that crop. It'll keep all the critters away from devouring it and it'll make sure that there's no disease process, nothing infiltrates it and causes the vine to cast its fruit early. It will reach maturity because of the tithe. Now, this is something else that I've heard people talk about. <clears throat> we addressed this last broadcast. Uh, number one, we addressed the fact that tithing was before the law, during the law, after the law. It's in our covenant, okay? So the argument about that was only something that you did during the law. That's not scripturally, it's not. <laughs> But the other thing I've heard is we're in the covenant of grace. And so um, I just feel as though we shouldn't be limited. We shouldn't be calculating 10% because we should just be giving more than that. Well, we should be giving more than that. It's tithes and offerings. But it's, it's, it's vitally important in your thinking and in your, your anchor, anchoring of your soul as you are holding fast your confession and profession of faith, and as the crop is growing, it sure is reassuring that I don't care whether you're giving 15%, 18%, 20%, 50%, or 100%. That first 10% is what protects the rest of it. So as you're, you know, first comes the 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 root system, before the blade ever comes up through the ground, the root system develops. Well, a lot of people go out and dig up the root system because they can't see nothing. Yeah, they want to see, is it working? Is it working? You know, not now, you just dug it up, but with your words of unbelief and doubt. So even if, and, and, and I totally agree, don't get me wrong, I totally agree, we must give more than 10% because that's when you get into the sowing. You get past tithe into the sowing. But you've got to remember and, and keep it in your mind that first 10% is the tithe. God said right before that, I am the Lord, I change not. Okay? It is the tithe. And legally, talking about spiritual laws here, legally it is that portion of your giving that rebukes the devourer and protects your crop until it reaches maturity to harvest. Okay? So it is important. From that standpoint, yes, I agree. You should be given more than ten percent. Yes, I agree. That's 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 the that shouldn't be a, a, a the percentage shouldn't be a a, a limiting factor. Well, and some people <clears throat> are wanting to go away from the preciseness and from the details and things like that. But we've talked about this multiple times. Most successful people 
are successful because they pay attention to the details. Yeah. Well, not only that, apply it. I mean, we've done this many times on the broadcast. Apply that to, 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 to aeronautics. Let a, let a pilot get away from the details of the laws of aerodynamics and see how you like that. <laughs> get away from the details of what your gas tank says. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're you about to be walking. <laughs> okay. It's, Details are for your benefit. Get away from the details of the speedometer. Yeah, you're gonna be paying for that one. <laughs> Literally. So don't be don't be afraid or concerned about the details. It's not a restriction. It's a blessing. You learn to work the details, and that's when you stop working for money. Money starts working for you. Well, that's good. That's just hot off the press right there. You stop. You, you, you start paying attention to the details of how the, the laws of the financial laws of the kingdom work. That's when you start shifting over to the place where you're not working, trying to get money anymore. Money's working, trying to find you. Glory to God. Well, and some people know this in a little <clears throat> bit different terminology. Everybody has talked about karma. Yeah. What goes around comes around. What you put out is what you get back in so much of the time. People talk about that in the negative. Mm -hmm. You did something bad, so karma's going to come around and get you. Well, that's sowing and reaping. Yeah, absolutely. Most judgment is Mm. sowing and reaping. But there's the positive side of it, too. When you sow something good, something good comes back to you because it's that seed that of its kind comes back. We're going to see this, but Jesus said the whole kingdom of God is as a man plants seed and it grows and then it's ripe and he puts in the harvest. So anything operating in the kingdom of God is th- that's why that works. What goes around comes around. What you plant is what you will sow and most of the time you will sow more than what you planted. Well, and that's with how seed works. With seed like natural seed of tomato seed and cabbage seed and stuff like that people would save the best plant to become the seed because if you sow good seed, Mm -hmm. you're going to harvest good crops. Mm -hmm. If you sowed this other plant that you didn't want to eat, so you saved it for seed, you're going to sow that bad seed from that bad plant and you're going to get more bad plants that you didn't want to eat. Yeah. And you never eat your best, Mm. (laughs) your best harvest. Right. You want that to that's, be, that's what you plant for a better harvest next year. Right. And it just goes up and up and up. And every seed, don't forget Genesis 1, the Genesis law, <laughs> every seed produces after its own kind. Now look over in Luke. Look at Luke chapter 8. And this is a phenomenal uh, passage. And there are so many scriptures that are going to integrate here, and we're gonna we're gonna do more integrating next uh, next week. But I want to start <clears throat> Luke chapter eight and verse one. And it came to pass afterward that he went throughout every city and village, preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. So he was teaching people how the kingdom principles work. Mm -hmm. He's on ministry crusades. You know, I'm going uh, here and there to preach. Well, Jesus went here and there to preach. He's on ministry crusades. 
<clears throat> and the 12 were with him. So now we got a whole team going. And certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Madeline, which out of went seven devils, and uh, Joanna, the wife of uh, Herod's servant, I'm not going to pronounce that word right there, <laughs> and Susanna and many others, many others, which ministered unto him of their substance. Now, I'm going to go back and look at that, but keep reading here. And when much people, he waited till there was a whole bunch of crowd gathered together, and there came to him out of every city, he spoke by parable, a sower went about to sow his seed. He is preaching and teaching on what these women are doing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We're going to look at it more next week, but Galatians said, talks about sowing into the kingdom. That's what they're doing. They're sowing into the kingdom of God, handling kingdom business, taking care of everything needed and required as Jesus went about preaching and teaching in all of the villages. They had to have some place to stay. They had to have what it took to, Food. to eat, to have livelihood. They were working night and day. They had to have sustenance. <laughs> and these boys were working. And all this takes money. And it takes funding. And it's that is what he was talking about. He just went right into it. They're sowing, they're reaping, and then he goes right into a teaching on sowing and reaping. Glory to God. Well, don't go anywhere because you're about <laughs> to have a teaching on sowing and reaping. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Ryan Weeder. And uh, you just heard an amazing message today, a message of faith, a message of the, the gospel, Jesus, and the... Uh, we wanted to give an opportunity for you today that if you feel it on your heart to, to give, to do so. I'll open your Bibles with me here today in, uh, to the book of Philippians in chapter 4. We'll be starting in verse 15. It says, Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving but you only. For even in Thessalonica you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the things you sent to me, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And that's what happens when you give. When you give to the gospel, it is a sweet-smelling aroma to the Lord. As it says here, it's at the very beginning, it's the sharing and the spreading of the gospel, touching lives, touching hearts, just being a blessing and sharing the good news of Jesus to others. And in response, God provides. It's seed time and harvest, giving and receiving, sowing and reaping. And today we want to give you that opportunity in doing so and giving and donating to the spread of the gospel here, the spread of the word, teaching faith and blessings. And in response, God has abound, abundance abounding toward you, supplying all your need. And again, it is that sweet-smelling aroma. It is sharing the gospel. And we want to thank you for doing so, for giving, for donating, touching lives through this donation and this offering. And we do appreciate it. 
We thank you for it. And say it with me, Jesus is Lord. Thank you, partners and friends, for helping make these broadcasts possible. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, be sure to follow us on Instagram, and you can also listen to our broadcasts on iTunes. Contact us at davidweeder.org or call us at 1-800-988-5380 for more information about our ministry and how to become a partner. Oh